Driving to work while talking to Yetzinsville. Good morning. You are listening to Phil. I am uh, driving to work on a beautiful Southern California morning. Um, I'm recording this in my car while I drive. I don't know if that is legal or not. I know I can't talk on a cell phone, but this handheld recording device that Joey gave me, well, it looks like a cell phone uh, from the mid-90s is not. So if a police officer pulls me over, maybe we'll have our first interview of Phil. Huh. So I'm doing this uh, couch to 5K workout thing. Um, I'll take a step back. Uh, So my wife is pregnant, and well, many people know that uh, women get fatter uh, during pregnancy, which is primarily because there's a human growing inside of them uh, and pushing fat to all kinds of crazy pockets of their insides, uh, and also just taking up a general amount of space swimming around in some sort of goo. Uh, Men also apparently gain weight when their wives or significant others are pregnant. Mostly out of uh, sympathy, I suppose, or just uh, trying to eat away the anxiety of being responsible for another human. So, I've put on a solid 15 pounds. which is not atypical for this time of year. Uh, I, I go into hibernation mode and I, I eat a lot, but I think that the pregnancy has something to do with it. But uh, anyway, uh, I'm doing this couch to 5K thing wherein it's interval training where you slowly go from sitting on your ass on a couch to running a 5K. Um, and I'm starting week two of that did start week two this morning and it feels pretty good I'm not completely uh, you know new to exercising and working out so I'd imagine I'm having a little bit easier go of it than somebody who literally is getting off the couch for the first time but uh, so far so good so I'd encourage people to try along you know you can download a nifty little app that will tell you when to run and when to walk, which is pretty good. You know, I don't want to look at a clock while I'm running, because then I feel like, what's the point? I'm just going to, you know, I'm not going to strengthen my mind or exercise my mind as I exercise my body. And I'm, I'm the full package and I want to, you know, own the full package. So anyway, that's been my workout segment, exercise segment. Um, you know, I, I do exercise and I do try to eat well 90% of the time. So if you have any exercise or dieting questions, feel free to write to phil at explosomagico.com. 
and I will come up with some sort of answer that I don't know if it will be right or wrong, uh, but you will get an answer, and that's more than I can say for some things. So the, the first stretch of my commute is usually pretty easy. Uh, if you've seen any comedian ever, you know that uh, traffic in Los Angeles is shit. Um, and stand-up comedians tend to be truth-tellers, so as you'd imagine, that is accurate. Um, the first... 10 minutes of my commute, I probably travel a good three and a half miles, and then the next 50 minutes of my commute, I travel probably 10 miles. So I just happen to get on the most popular stretch of highway in the country. Um, Maybe the world, I don't know. I'm not a factician. Uh, if you know, please tell me. That'd be an interesting fact for a forthcoming factician segment. Um, but yeah, typically, uh, as I get closer to passing Joey's apartment uh, area is when traffic gets a little denser. And I'm already starting to feel the effects of, of, of that as I look ahead down this street. As with most mornings, uh, my dog, Franklin, a terrier mutt, uh, woke me up quite early to use the bathroom and also to remind me to go to the bathroom how I think of it anyway. And then I hit the gym, got home, shaved off my beard. It's one of the few times a year that I do that to let some air and sun hit my face. Um, I have to say, I don't like it at all. I also got a haircut this weekend, and I cut probably several inches off of my hair on my head. And then I shaved my face, and now I look like a completely different person, and I'm having a weird adjustment period. And it's dangerous while driving, um, because you are constantly looking in the rearview mirror at yourself and wondering who the fuck that is. And I'm sure that if I don't get pulled over for holding a handheld recorder to my face, I will probably get pulled over uh, after I run into somebody while looking at myself in the rearview mirror. It's, um, I don't know. It also is playing into my sort of self-image about how fat I think I'm getting. Um, the beard does good to hide the extra layer of skin and padding around your jaw. And right now, my jawline is exposed and is feeling very self-conscious. Passing by one of my favorite donut places, Kay's Donut Emporium, 
should you ever find yourself in the San Fernando Valley. Very nice Korean couple. At least I'm assuming they're Korean. I know they're Asian and it's K's Donut Emporium. And the only kind of Asian I know that begins with K is Korean. And I'm sure that there are others, but um, I'm, I'm almost positive they're Korean. They do make great donuts. I'm fond of the old fashioned, uh, which I think has a sweet sour cream glaze. And then there's a buttermilk pocket that I didn't know that that was a thing. And I'm glad that I do. This also plays into why I'm getting fatter. I try not to stop there uh, more than once a month at the most. Uh, I feel like that's not a horrible donut rotation. I don't know what's a typical donut rotation. I, you know, I grew up on The Simpsons and I just assumed that every office you worked in had boxes of donuts waiting for you every morning uh, and that that was just part of, of work. Now looking back on it, Homer is obviously not in the best health, but Lenny and Carl seem to be relatively svelte and and you know they're eating they're eating a donut a day or more you know just as Homer Homer maybe several uh, so yeah but then you know you grow up and you find out that that's it's not really how things are or maybe people are just more health conscious now and they've sort of ruined that dream for so many people growing up in the 80s and 90s with that image. Though, you know, I will say, kids, working in television, whether you're in production or in a writer's room or in post-production as I am, it's it's kind of like there's just this snack room that's always available to you that's, you know, craft services is a term that most people have heard of. But, but really just, you know, cookies and uh, ice cream treats and jalapeno chips and cliff bars and so much gum uh, so yeah if you need to have uh, food around you at all times as a coping mechanism or you're just very hungry television is the career path for you you don't need to be creative necessarily uh, knowing someone helps, and you know me, I think. So, or you're getting to know me a little bit better as I ramble into a microphone while I drive to work. Uh, I feel a little bit as if I was pressured into this. Uh, it was a little bit of a riff during the most recent Explosive Magic show. And, you know, as with most riffs in the Explosive Magic show and former box cast uh, they never came to fruition as unfortunate as that is so I guess this is a good step towards achieving things that come out of our heads I'm still looking forward to someday when Pooh Shouts uh, comes forth and if you're unaware Pooh Shouts is a cartoon idea that Joey refuses to make 
Uh, it's about a married couple, and they are also turds, and they communicate with each other by screaming. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm taking a little bit of back. It appears that the Veterans Day holiday, so far, has really cut through the traffic bullshit that I'm, I'm used to. So I made it to the freeway in record time, and I have to say I'm pretty thankful to those who've served to make my commute to work that much better on Veterans Day. One day a year, I have the freedom to a reasonable commute time. So if, you know, thousands of people dying is not worth that, then, you know, something's wrong with your principles, I suppose. Oh, and we have our first accident of the morning. We have a Tahoe that ran into a Civic, which ran into some sort of BMW on the on-ramp to the freeway. I think that calls for some sort of sound effect. And that's as best as I can do. My soundboard is limited to the sound of a car horn. And you guessed it, my soundboard is my steering wheel. So that's two beeps for accident number one. I uh, don't understand that correlation numerically, but we'll figure that out as the show goes forward. Alright, now it's time for What the Fuck is on the Highway Today. What the fuck is on the freeway today? And it appears that there is a giant forest on the back of a flatbed shrouded in a pinstriped sheet. There's at least f four or five trees. Um, I don't know where they're going. Uh, they appear to be laying down. Um, this is interesting. I'm approaching it from behind, trying to get a read on it. It's This uh, pinstriped sheet is shrouding the license plate. That can't be safe. And we... I do like the name of this truck. It is called the T-Rex Stinger. Um, whoever gets the sweet job of naming trucks, good job there. I commend you. And yeah, that has been What the Fuck is on the Highway today. At least... What the fuck is on the freeway today? Yeah. first installment. Uh, I'm sure this being Los Angeles, I am bound to run into all sorts of crazy things along the way. Uh, Alright, never mind. I, for, I forgo... Uh, I think I prematurely thanked the veterans. It appears that traffic is pretty much the same once you get on the freeway. So, thank you but this could be a little bit better, honestly. <sighs> As I make that patronizing, sarcastic joke, 
I see a an American flag on the back of this truck, which I think is maybe some sort of sign that I'm being insensitive and an asshole. Although the name of the truck is Heil, and that seems like another whole other sort of irony or serendipity or some sort of uh, cosmic uh, joke. All right, picking up speed to about 25, really cruising now. Um, for those of you tracking me on my quest to work, I'm on the 405 southbound, and it is perpetually under construction. Or maybe it's just some sort of mind game. There's about three lanes blocked off to my right that are unusable because of a, a concrete median. And it just seems to me that they're, you know, keeping us, keeping us hungry for um, a more efficient traffic system. I, I'm not sure, you know, that is that isn't to say that there's not a lot of lanes on this fucking highway. There's at least five usable, and then the two or three that they have blocked off. So uh, the fact that there's this many lanes and my top speed is still 25, and now slowing to 10 uh, is a little disconcerting. So I really don't know what to talk about. Uh, on this solo venture. It's nice to have somebody to banter off with and to throw to. Ooh, and now the yawns are happening. I'm boring myself. Uh, let's see. Uh, this weekend, painted the guest room into more of a nursery uh, baby room state. Uh, you know, the nursery is an interesting term. I think it's mostly, you know, a room in which a baby nurses, meaning to breastfeed. So, you know, nurseries are basically like, you know, boob cafeterias, I suppose. Only, you know, typically you don't have many options uh, with boobs as a baby. You kind of have the two of your mother, unless there are surrogate, you know, nursing positions that I'm unaware of. Uh, maybe I should research that. Uh, anyway, you know, it's not like you get the option of going with, oh, well, I'll have the the black woman today um, or I'll have you know the southern southern woman I'm feeling a little like a little Cajun spice uh, you know th those options aren't available so it's, it's a really shitty cafeteria uh, in that your options are limited but it's a really great cafeteria in that it's boobs. Um, so, anyway, 
you know, slowly knocking out things off the checklist so that this child that I'm, I participated in bringing into being will have somewhat of a normal existence, which we all know is not really going to be the case with me, but we can at least put the veneer on as if uh, that is the case. So, did a little bit of that, uh, ate some barbecue, um, which we're back to food. I suppose that's what I think about in the mornings, mostly. I found that the commute is really like a good Zen meditation time, and apparently my meditation point is thinking about eating, uh, or at least recounting what I did eat, uh, which was barbecue beef ribs. Um, and if you like things that are good, I suggest you go out and get yourself uh, at minimum a half rack of barbecue beef ribs and you know for that brief evening your troubles will go away Uh, and if you don't want them to come back so soon take uh, some antacids uh, before bed I also had some good beer Um, I had a birthday recently and was gifted uh, a few a few choice selections by some friends, a bottle of La Fin du Monde, um, which was tasty, and then a Firestone Walker Stout, which was impressive in that it's aged in bourbon barrels, and then the, you know, the bottle comes inside of a box. So anytime there is excessive packaging on an item, you have to assume that it is of the highest quality and in this case I would agree it's it's a little bit more alcoholic than uh, most stouts that I'm used to at I believe it was an 8.6% or an 8.7 but typically stouts are not that high in alcohol stouts are a little bit more on the moderate side or or lower Um, and they're they're kind of antioxidant rich I I think Um, you know stouts are relatively healthy uh, on the as far as beers go you know they say Guinness has some health benefits to it in moderation and I do enjoy a good Guinness now and again Um, so I had a few good beers and watched you know, um, what did I watch this weekend? I think a lot of uh, a lot of football yesterday. I don't know if I watched any movies. It was a movieless weekend, I think. Um, mostly, you know, rich in chores, and in the evenings relaxed to barbecue and beer. So, uh, if that's not adult living, I don't know what is. Uh, Traffic update. Um, 25 has still been my max speed. 
I am, you know, in the stop and go flow of the 405 South, really hasn't been terrible. It's certainly been much worse. Um, you know, I'd recommend that if you do move to California to pursue your dreams, consider where you live in relation to where you work if you have that uh, luxury. It's not always a luxury, especially in television, where you kind of bounce around depending on where the next job is. So this happens to be a great job that is in the worst possible location. And I have just pulled in behind a BMW with uh, the license plate Pizzano 7 or Paisano 7. I don't know Italian, so I'm not sure what that means, although he drives next to a Toyota Corolla with the license plate Marsal Z, which seems to be deliberate, and I have no idea what it means. Um, novelty license plates I've never really partaken in. It seems like something that would be fun, but it's like kind of like a tattoo for your car, I suppose. And you'd have to really not regret it and also think that it was worth the money or have the expendable income. Because I, I'm not sure exactly what it costs, but I'm, I think it's upwards of like 50 or $75 for the novelty plate. And then, uh, you know, then people just notice you more. So if you're looking just to kind of blend into the crowd, uh, you know, novelty plates probably aren't for you. And I've pulled up next to a student driver from the PARS driving school. That's right, PARS, P-A-R-S. Because why go with the best when you could go with average? PARS driving school, 213-388-0989. That's right, PARS. Because when you think of driving, think of golf. I wonder if they drive those shitty, tiny golf cars. Or maybe golf carts. Uh, is it a Nissan Golf? I'm not sure. Uh, cars have been something that I've never really cared about that much growing up. Of course, it'd be nice to have, you know, a new fancy car. I've never really been able to afford that. Uh, for those of you that are curious, I drive a 2003 Ford Taurus that I bought used when I moved back to L.A. Um, it is champagne in color. At least that's what's on the slip that I got when I bought it. It has faux wood grain accoutrement in the gear shift and steering wheel and the dash. And the windows are severely tinted to the deepest legal tint possible prior to my purchasing. So I'm pretty sure a drug dealer from 
the early 2000s uh, owned this car or just a workaday pimp in his own right. Uh, I don't know if, if you were to ask me what car I want I want to own. I really don't know how to answer that question. I've not thought about that very often. I think I would go with a Tesla, maybe, because um, that sounds like the cool answer. And from what I do know of them, they seem pretty bitchin' and also no gas or limited severely. So that would be that would be pretty great. And I know that the company is, is solid. That guy paid back his government loans like 10 years early and just seems to know how to run a business. Which, as a small business owner, I admire to some degree. <sighs> well, let's see. I don't know how often this is going to happen. I don't know how many people listen to this. But if you did, you should leave a uh, review on iTunes. Preferably five stars. And then you can shit all over me in the comment. But, you know, what's, what's the point on iTunes of leaving a review that's honest and, uh, you know, no, it doesn't really matter. No, honesty will get you nowhere on iTunes. So uh, don't practice it there. But as I venture closer to my destination and run out of things to talk about, I think I'm going to sign off, uh, you know, these things probably at their best will be half an hour at their worst they won't exist so feel like you're getting my best stuff and I thank you for thank you for tuning in for downloading for whatever you did streaming um, the internet works in a variety of ways dealer's choice uh, but thank you this has been the a uh, very abrupt ending to the first installment of Phil.